Evening Black Urban America. How are we doing this week? Um, this is Black Urban America. My name is Kenneth Jones, and we're sponsored by Queen Mother for Real Media. And um, come on Tuesday evenings at uh, 8 o'clock. Um, and the other shows are uh, Sapir Power in Black America, which is host by Monique and Daryl Freeman. And on Saturday evenings at 8 o'clock, we have Provocative Thought by Carlton Sneed. And again, my name is Kenneth Jones. Um, I'd just like to start off today. Uh, I saw a documentary. And uh, we'll talk about the criminal justice system and how does the criminal justice system affect uh, black men, uh, black families. And also, uh, they discuss how nonviolent offenders uh, get more time than rapists, um, car artists uh, and other deeds that I can I cannot think of at the moment. But what strikes me is that we have 1.1 million black fathers in prison, and. It's a lot of separation. We talked about non-violent offenders. Um, the criminal justice system historically has been had a negative impact on the African American uh, community. Um, it is one part of, of the new policy that might be played uh, uh, in this year is about the mental health, people that are suffering from mental health issues um, and how they are part of the criminal uh, justice system. Uh, Sometimes they don't receive treatment, uh, medication, or whatever the services that the federal and state government will implement as a uh, public policy uh, incarcerating people with uh, uh, mental health issues. Um, But getting back to the 1.1 million African-American fathers that are incarcerated, and we talk about on every level, federal, uh, state, as well as the local uh, uh, jurisdictions across the United States. Um, and, and also, we're not just talking about people that are doing time inside the walls. We're just not talking about 
uh, the people that are behind uh, walls. We, we, uh, we're talking about uh, people that are doing time outside the walls. You know, the parole and probation um, uh, uh, system, it, it really doesn't. It really doesn't address some of the uh, issues that are plaguing uh, our communities. So, um, so we have to question what are what are some of these policies that can be um, implemented and um, in addressing uh, various issues within the uh, uh, criminal justice systems that have an impact on the African American. Uh, communities at large. Uh, you're talking about the family structure. What? Okay, uh, we have a guest that maybe can answer some of those uh, 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 um, issues that that, that that we brought up, and. Um, Good evening. Hello? Yes, good evening. Good evening. Uh, sister Tammy Kazali. Tammy Kazali, yes, she is. How are you? Oh, Kazali. Okay, all right. All right, I've got it right. I've got it right. Um, yeah, you got it right. So, uh, uh, Ms. Kazali, uh, uh, just tell the people, the uh, audience, our listeners, and our downloaders uh, uh, something about yourself. Okay, yes. My name is Tammy Kazali. I was born in East Oakland, uh, born and raised. Uh, also lived in Vallejo partway of my life. Now I live in Oregon. I worked in mental health now for probably about 10 years. So I mostly deal with the, uh, the children. I have worked with adults as well. Um, and that's pretty much what I do. Oh, okay. And where I'm from. Um, okay, East Oakland, huh? Mm-hmm. In the house. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Ms. Caselli, um, I, I, I just dawned on some a uh, couple of issues uh, about. Well, let's 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 do this first. Uh, in your own uh, uh, in your own perception, define uh, mental health. What is mental health in general? Uh, mental health is. When one or one person cannot like decipher um, differences, some there's different types of mental health. There's like when you're developmentally de- delayed, you're born that way. Um, you may not be able to function like a normal, you know, like a normal person would, as far as like talking or speaking, the way you speak, the way you talk, or sometimes the way you think, um, and it affects your life. Where sometimes you have to have assistance all the time. I work with kids that need assistance around the clock um, because they cannot care for themselves. Um, there's different forms of mental health. Um, there's functional 
um, people with mental illnesses that are functional in society. They actually hold jobs. They actually, you know, are able to do different, different things. But mental health is like something that um, that your mind is not quite working in a way that is like can, you know, someone would say normally. Someone just say normally. Yeah. Okay. Me. I'm sure there's other terms I could use, but that's layman's term for me. I'll just put it down like that. Okay. Let me. Um. Is mental health a serious issue in the African American communities as a whole? I definitely so. I definitely believe. I definitely believe so. Uh, mental health is. Um, it's in our it's in our communities in in one or more ways. It's in our communities in several ways. Um, it just it's it's overall there's different different segments of mental health where people are functioning on different levels. Um, when we have a lot of mental health and I believe we have a lot of mental health in our communities because the way that we are functioning, we're not complete and whole in a lot of different things that we need. We're kind of like neglected by society in many, many different ways. Um, Anytime you don't have everything that you need as far as as the basics, um, as far as food, clothing, and shelter, that can cause mental health because you're just constantly going hand-to-mouth, hand-to-mouth, and no time to plan, no time to think, no time to do anything else but take care of your family and your immediate needs, and that can cause mental illness. Um, I also have um, one of my sons who suffered from a breakdown, um, just came out of nowhere. You know, it could be um, because of the immunizations. It could be many, many different things. They don't have a, a they don't have, they haven't gave me a, a clear answer to what happened to him or what's happening to him now. But, you know, it's just, I think, I think the way that society is set up, especially for our youth and our people, um, it is in our communities in a lot of different, different ways. It shows up in different okay. ways. Uh, well, uh, you touched on mental illness. Is there a difference between mental health and mental illness? Um, I would say yes, because mental illness is when you are um, – when you are suffering from a diagnosis, like there's borderline personality disorder, some would say that that is definitely that is a definitely that's definitely a mental illness, um, um, or anything where you're developmentally delayed. That, those are mental illnesses. When in, whenever they give you a name behind your illness, then there's that that's you know it can be described as a mental illness. And mental health is more of when you're kind of maintaining your uh, your your process, the ways of processing things, the ways that you're thinking. Anybody could have a mental health issue or crisis or go through segment in their period of time where they need counseling or they need just something to help aid them in, you know, keeping their mental, you know, keeping their mental health intact. So I think, I believe so when there's ever, when, there, when there's a diagnosis, that's mental illness. Uh, mental health is something that has to be maintained um, just throughout your life. And if you need, sometimes people need assistance with that. Sometimes they need to see a therapist or a doctor, you know, to help them through. Okay, you say therapist, uh, which mm-hmm. is a clinician. Uh, um, what is therapy supposed 
to accomplish with treating someone that has been diagnosed of a disorder? Well, that's when you um, – usually therapists will help you make a behavior support plan that can help you um, – or a mental health support plan that can help you uh, work through your problems or whatever issues that you may be suffering from at that time because mental illness can come in anybody's life at any time. No one is subject to – like, it can happen to anyone. Mental illness can happen to anyone. So that's important to know that whenever you have – um, something like a crisis, even if a death, you know, can bring upon some type of grief, uh, grief-stricken mental illness or or, or mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anytime you have someone, um, a crisis in your life that might cause some post-traumatic stress disorder, um, that can be a mental health issue. So therapy can help you work through those issues. If someone has been raped or molested, um, therapy um, they can design a plan. The therapist is supposed to design a plan to help you work through your issues, whatever issues that you're suffering from. That's basically. Um, I hope I answered the question. <laughs> yes, you have. Um, do you think that uh, some of the mental health practices has benefited uh, 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 African Americans in the communities? Um, I would say yes and no. I think that the mental health practices are not um, geared toward our specific needs in, 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 our, in our communities. I think that um, we as a people need to get together and figure out what our health issues are, you know, excuse me, what our health issues are, are, you know, instead of relying on someone else to try to come in and, and help us with our issues. I think that we as a people should be able to, um, not only just uh, uh, help our own people, police our own people, but we need to, we are the only ones that we have, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's not like we should be waiting for the government or we should be waiting for someone else to come in and, and attack our mental health issues. We need to do that at home. We need to start with our youth that's on the streets because when they're carrying guns and they're dealing drugs, that's all, to me, that has a lot to do with mental health because the basis of what they need, the needs are not met. And so that's why our kids are out there like that. And it, a lot of it has to do, you know, with mental health and how we have passed down some illnesses, maybe through our lineage, through our family, you know, like, the, you know, um, through the generation. Um, so we need to really come and take a really close look at, you know, how we are handling our own communities and our own children and try to address those mental health issues that we're suffering from. Well, why do we have African-American psychologists and therapists utilize these uh, psychiatric and or clinical tools to treat our population? Why they use these Different theories that are uh, that are uh, developed by a European clinician to implement these uh, clinical practices to our population. Ah, I would say because they went to European schools, and it, this is what they were taught, you know. And a lot of us haven't been able to think outside the box that we've been put into yet, you know. Um, 
you know, a lot of our people who go to these schools, we've been taught what the European standard of education. We haven't been taught even anything as far as as to, you know, our, you know, our. they don't want to teach us our natural abilities or, you know, even how to do anything for ourselves. Basically, we are being trained to work for them. So anytime we go to these universities, anytime we go to these schools, we need to understand that we are being not only they take the, the brightest, the most intelligent, and they educate them and put them in a class like to make them believe that they're a class next to theirs. And so they'll be working for, you know, in this European standard for until they retire or or whatever. And so the main issue is they haven't, you know, went outside. They haven't been able to venture outside, think outside of that box that they've been put into yet. I mean, I'm sure that there's plenty of clinical psychologists out there that are black and or urban and, and think about, you know, the urban communities and are thinking outside of the box and are creating new programs and, you know, trying to find new ways to help our, you know, people. But there's also, um, you know, people who have a mind frame where they are just um, – in love with everything that the European standard brings, even the European itself, you know, so that kind that kind of way of thinking is not beneficial to our people at all. I mean, it doesn't help us, you know, at all. So I hope that answers the question. That's my opinion, you know. Oh, oh. It's, it's a very positive uh, analysis and breakdown of um, your perception of how uh, African-American uh, uh, psychologists, therapists, are treating our folks. How do you feel about cross-cultural counseling or therapy? And what I mean by that, someone of another culture, you know, providing treatment to uh, African Americans in general. I'm not a fan of it. I don't think that it's going to be move our people forward, especially I don't think it's going to be beneficial to to our people in any type of way. As I stated earlier, I do believe that our um, it is necessary for us um, to come to the realization that we have to treat our own people. We have to help ourselves because if we don't, we are just waiting to, you know, for nothing, basically. It, 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 no one will ever do for us like we can do for ourselves. And that's something that we – and we need volunteers. We need people who can volunteer their time, who are willing to – um, off-duty school teachers who can we can open up an after-school program for some of our youth to prevent mental illness to help them um, be able to be properly educated because you know the education system is a sham and um, so it's a health system. So I believe that the health system is a sham. So I don't believe that we need to wait on uh, anybody, but our, we need to come and help ourselves at this point, or else we're just wasting you know, our time in our lives, just, you know, and watching our children go down the drain. And it's not beneficial for anybody. And, I mean, it's not beneficial for us. It might be beneficial for our opponent race, but it's not, a, it's not beneficial for us to continue to wait for others to do for us. We need to do for ourselves at this point. And I do believe we can do that by, first, we have to volunteer our time. We have to know that there's nothing wrong with taking your time to volunteer after any work or any job that you might have. We all have busy lives. But volunteer your mm-hmm. time. Spend time with mm-hmm. the youth and get out there in the communities and try to do, you know, what you can. I'm not saying that everybody has, you know, a lot of time on their hands to volunteer. But if we can organize the situation to where 
there are people who can volunteer and put up some after-school programs and put up some mental health um, um, classes or put up some mental health therapy um, uh, uh, sessions. We should do that because there's a lot of us out there who are suffering, even who's lost loved ones and still can't cope or deal. And some some people just, you know, lose it, you know, and it's just if we had the ability to help ourselves, then we can prevent a lot of that. And we do have the ability to help ourselves. We just uh, uh, need to come to that point where we know the only way, you know, that anything is going to get done is if we do it ourselves. Um, before you came on, I had a little three-minute uh, commentary about the criminal justice system and how the criminal justice system has not uh, uh, been equipped to uh, address uh, mental illness among uh, inmates from the federal uh, prisons to the state as well as county. Uh, What do you think is the... uh, How do you think the criminal justice system had treated... uh, Individuals with uh, mental uh, mental health issues or mental illness. Um, I know that the criminal justice system hasn't treated our individuals with mental health illnesses well at all. They, it's not their priority. Um, that's an industrial complex. That's a business. The the, the prison system is a business. It's, it's in it's in business to make money, and. Um, I like to just say uh, taxation without representation is slavery. I'm totally against a lot of the ways that they they lock our people up for um, many old crimes when uh, their own really sick mental illness, their own really sick mental, you know, inmates go off with, you know, after child molestation and stuff, they get released and get to do whatever they feel like doing. Um, when we are just doing time for for marijuana, which is illegal now, they need to free every inmate that's locked up for marijuana right now. It's legal in the state I live in. And that's my opinion because how can you give people time, that kind of, you know, that hard time for just so such a menial crime, you know. And I just know that the, that system is an unjust system and it's set up to destroy our youth and our, our men, you know. Um, and I've just... I'm totally, like, against everything that the criminal justice system is doing. Uh, so uh, it's not set up to rehabilitate our people. It's set up to destroy us. Um, and, it's, and it's very crafty the way that it's been set up. It's, it, it's, you know, they put a lot of time and thought into it. You know, if we put a lot of time and thought into our moves and, and not be as open, you know, and be more secretive, we probably can get more done, too you know, instead of just reporting everything that we're doing, you know, to our opponent, um, which is, you know. So I just believe that the criminal justice system is a sham. I know that it's not there to rehabilitate our people. I know that it's there to destroy our people. And I don't believe that it will ever change. And I, I don't think that it's something that we, uh, we just need to focus on, how we can get our people out of that system and keep them out and keep our youth from going to prison. And I think that the only way we can do that is if our men would stand up and volunteer their time and go out into the street where the kids are. Um, and that's the only way we can reach them is go to where they are, you know, because there's yeah. no other way to keep them out of those injustices. 
Also, we got to change their thinking process too. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I talk about the youth, and I'm talking about the family, the parents, uh, mm-hmm. uh, our whole value system, our whole mm-hmm. uh, 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 thought process is mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. down an avenue that is not going to benefit the individual, the child, the adult, mm-hmm. the elder, and and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and the whole community at large. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would just tell, I would say something else. How about um, 1.1 million African-American fathers are locked up on the federal and state level. And in this piece, they kept on focusing on the family. 1.1 million black fathers, boom, just, just away from the families. Tell me, how can that play on the mental health status of the family? Oh, the broken home. Uh, yeah, the broken home will play largely on the mental health status of the family. The 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 wife is without a husband and the child is without a father. So um, usually when single-parent homes, are when we're rearing children in single parent homes, and let me get let me get a shout out to uh, all my single sisters out there that's rearing children out there on their own. Shout out to you guys. I know that you know I am my sister's keeper, so I know the uh, the difficulties that we face when we're doing that. But I know that we can still you know come out of that and raise our children strong. You know if we if necess- you know if that's what we have to do, and that's not something that we should have to do. We should look to our men. Um, to, you know, to stay out of the prison system by, and it's difficult because the way the system is set up is meant for us to go, it's set up for our men to fall into traps because the jobs are not there. And um, the the same opportunities that are afforded to other races are not there for them. So I understand the whole situation is is just, you know, a plight on us. It's like a plague on our our, uh, community. Um, And how do we overcome this? it's it's just gonna take a lot of work. It didn't, you know, we kind of work. It, it kind of got worked into us uh, over hundreds of years, where you know, this has been like a plague on our communities for you know for what since the seventies, the sixties, the seventies. But you know, where, longer than you know, that, long than that, yeah, longer than that, maybe even you know, longer, longer than, that. than that. So, so we have to just uh, do the best that we can do, and of course, it's gonna play a large role on our kids because single-parent homes, you know, that's where the struggle comes in, you know, where you have to rear children, you have to feed them, you have to, you know, you have to clothe them, you have to shelter them. And, and a lot of our people are out there homeless now, losing their their their, their Section 8 and losing their houses, housing, you know, um, and it's just a terrible situation that, that I see that we're in, you know. Um, so it's going to pay, it's going to, it's going to pay largely, it's going to play a large part on our um, problems, you know, with mental illness. Do because anytime think, there's lack, there's a problem. Do you think that uh, the candidates that we have before us, now I'm going to throw a little politics. I know politics may not be your uh, specialty, but I just want to get your your uh, 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 thought on uh uh, on uh, on the candidates we have, do you think these candidates 
will have an impact on the on the criminal justice system, uh, 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 the department, uh, the OMHA, uh, right, right, Office of Mental Health Service, oh, oh Office mm. of Mental OMHA, Office of Mental Health Association. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think these candidates will uh, change policies or look at other policies or how these two entities can uh, um, 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 combine services or, 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 or have a caucus or, or have a committee, committee, excuse me, a committee that will look at these issues and, and, and possibly change policies on, on how they implement um, their services? Uh, <laughs> as far as the uh, presidential uh, election goes, the elections that are on right now, I, I just believe mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's a joke. It's a complete disaster. Uh, Hillary Clinton, we know, is not for our people, even though she's doing a nay-nay now. You know, she's mm-hmm. not for us, and, and definitely not Trump. So we have to realize that, this political system, the way it's set up, is not for us, period. You know, the system, the white supremacist system is not created for us. It's created for themselves. And we happen to just be descendants of uh, a captives of war. It's who we are here. We're still actually in captivity, in my opinion. People say this is the land of the free. You know, we're free, we're brave, we're this, we're that. You know, but I don't believe that America has ever been the land of the free. And uh, although we may be moving about a little bit differently than we were in the 60s, it looks like we're reversing back, you know, because it's just like Brother Omar said, the illusion of inclusion. You know, this whole thing is a joke. Um, We have to know ourselves better. We have to know that there's never been a presidential candidate, not even Obama, who's helped us in any type of way that we need to be helped in. Yeah, he went to the prison and freed a couple of inmates, but, I mean, he's not really doing anything else for our people at this point, in my opinion. I know people are going to be mad at me for saying that, but, you know, I really don't care. Um, <laughs> the thing is about Yeah, this, you, the, know, uh, you, you know thousands yeah. and thousands of people going to download this show. And, um, yeah, they're going to be mad at me exactly for what that. you said. They're going to be mad at me for saying that. They're going to be mad at me for saying that, you know, but I I really really don't care about it because. I I think that, uh, uh, okay, all right, the history has been written. We're near Mm -hmm. the end. He has like, what, five or six months left of his presidential, uh, uh, of his presidency. So Mm -hmm. we. People, professional African Americans, academia African Americans, community African Americans, we could look back and see, uh, ask ourselves, what impact did he have on the African American community? Now I'm talking about communities that are urban areas. We have black communities that are suburbia. Yeah. How were you living before he became the president? How? Uh, what is your uh, uh, state of lifestyle at this moment? Have you benefited or have you not? Have our communities benefited or have they not? Uh, 
uh, um, yeah, I've seen more schools close than Obama. I mean, they're always they're always being issues in the African American, as you said earlier, that that it just. They come into our community once every four years, make these promises, and we don't even get a hearing. So, um, uh, yes, I, I mean we have the right to look back and 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 uh, and, and, and make an analysis of uh, what uh, President Obama. Has uh, done for our communities. I mean, low income has is is uh, worse off. Uh, uh, you talk uh, you talk about how unemployment rate has been reduced, but not for the black man. Uh, I think uh, the unemployment rate the last time I looked was twenty uh, something percent, uh, twenty eight mm-hmm. to be uh, uh, to be uh, accurate. Um, uh, Gangs, yeah. gangs have have plagued our communities all across America, and um, and you talk about the criminal justice system. How has they how has they interacted and related? Who mind you are young adults and youth, young black men and young boys. So. Um, those are some of the issues that that pops off my head that I would mm-hmm. like to look at his presidency mm-hmm. uh, uh, versus our issues in our communities. Uh, yeah. Got to look at the issue of black flight. See, mm-hmm. people don't talk about he, that. Black he is the, the Obama is the first black president that our people this this generation would ever know and that's the only to me um i mean you know besides being charismatic and convincing uh you know there there hasn't been much of a change in our community since he's been in office and actually we're a lot we're a little bit worse off there's no the schools more schools has closed under obama than 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 um than bush so (laughs) it's just kind of like you know, if it, if we continue to rely on this, if we continue to rely on this political system or this judicial this judicial system or this um, this uh, this uh, industrial complex of uh, you know that that we live in, we're going to be doomed. We have to stop relying on these systems and start relying on ourselves to help our own to help our own youth to do our own business among ourselves because that's the only way we're going to we're going to survive and thrive. Because the way I see things now. It's getting worse and worse off in, in, in as far as mental health goes, as far as uh, uh, jobs go, as far as, you know, and, and, you know, the prices of food is just going up higher and higher. You know, I've been well, fortunate how about the because I've been able to. How about the nutrition factor of our food? Yeah, the nutrition of our, of our food. You know, you can't even eat. Like right now I was so angry with Costco. You know, I don't even buy their food like I used to, you know. Like when I was buying their mm-hmm. organic products, they, they did a recall, a major recall on the items that I bought. And so, you know, you can't really trust even the food that we're eating. So we have to be careful to try to avoid the genetically modified foods. And, and that, has, plays a, that plays a big part on mental health too, the lack of vitamin D, the lack of vitamins in our food, um, the way that they're processing our meat, you know. I stopped eating meat a long time ago, thank, you know, and ever since then I've been a lot healthier. I still uh, my mind has been a lot clearer. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I still eat a little. I still eat poultry. I, I, I mm-hmm. left that red meat alone. But um, mm-hmm. since you went on a uh, a journey into like volunteerism, uh, 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 becoming economically independent uh, and more culturally aware, uh, tell the mm-hmm. people about some of the stuff you're doing in uh, West Africa or about to sure. do in West Africa. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, we just shipped a 40-foot container to West Africa, Sierra Leone, um, and we just loaded up, like, three or four cars, in, three cars in there and, like, um, different, different items, like electronics and things that the people were requesting. Most of the stuff is, like, pre-owned, but they want it, and they, they, they pay top dollar for it. So we went and we shipped the container, and we opened up a store there. Um, the store is doing pretty well. I mean, we had we funded it ourselves, so, you know, it's kind of tight going. But um, the process is moving, and so I'm pretty excited about it. Also, we're building a, a, a property there, uh, a rather large property, that we can host groups from, uh, from America, from, from around the world, who, want, who are interested in getting to know West Africa, maybe interested in dual citizenship, you know, or tourism in the area. Um, so we're working on that project as well. Um, I'm also working on importing items from West Africa, which is very difficult because the way the system is set up is so corrupt. Um, the caucus descendants run, like, the shipping, <laughs> the freighting. So it's right. difficult for you to be able to afford being, you know, of color to ship out of Africa. But, you know, I found a way around it this time. I just shipped a small container, um, a small um, box of some sandals that's handmade. Um, and I plan to ship don't, more stuff. Don't, I'm going to partner with the. Don't tell, don't tell your techniques because they'll be watching <laughs> uh, uh, Black folks ain't the only ones that well, download these shows. You know, oh, black yeah, folks yeah, ain't yeah. the only ones that so, download these shows. So let me ask you. Yeah, well, we're working. Is, is, we're is, working. Uh, we're uh, working. Uh, is, is this a group, a group of black folks in America doing this in Africa, or are you hooked up with some brothers and sisters over there doing this? Well, I hooked up with a brother from there and um, some family from there uh, of his, and then uh, and and also working on a project in Jamaica. Uh, I'll be going to take a trip there soon to see. That's uh, a shame. You know, I wanna... you mean there is no <laughs> other group uh, besides yourself? No, I haven't. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that there isn't. I'm not actually saying no. that there isn't. I'm sure I just haven't connected with with a group yet. I haven't connected. And, you know, you that's important. Like you know, that we network. You sound like you're doing some pan-Africanism. <laughs> you know, you sound like you're all about pan-Africa. You know, hook it up with uh, 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 black folks around the world. You know, That's uh, my idea. That is my idea. That's the whole idea, this whole uh, adventure I'm on. I'm going to call it an adventure because, you know, I don't like to be put in the box, you know. I don't like to, you know, like right now I feel like I sleep in a box, which is my home, which I'm not, you know, ungrateful for. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty thankful for what I have, you know. But then you drive, you get in the car, you drive, and that's a box. And then, and then you get to work, that's a box. And then you go to the grocery store, that's a box. You know, I'm pretty much tired of being uh, in this uh, system to where I feel like, you know, I'm pretty much told what to do, what to eat, what to wear. So I'm trying to venture out and do other things. And, um I know that travel is going to be one of the big major things in, in my future that I'm going to be venturing towards, and the Pan-Africanism, yeah. I, I plan to hit the Caribbean soon. 
after um you know, after I finish with Jamaica, try to get things settled there and then just keep moving. You know, I wanna I wanna I wanna see us link the the, the shoreline <laughs> mm. network yes. together. Yeah, I wanna see us link up. Yes. Yeah, I do and, wanna see that happen. Yeah, link and, 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 and anybody you know, else who uh, want to see that happen, get at me because um, I'm ready to 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 uh, to link up. You know, well, well, you know I'm ready well, to give, link up. Give, give out, well, give give the people an email address or something they can give back to you. Okay, sure. Uh, my name is Tammy Kazali. My email is t kazali t k h a z a l i at gmail dot com. Uh, hit me up if you guys are uh, doing anything similar. You think we can link up and do some uh, networking. There's a couple projects that I have uh, pending in Jamaica. Um, I think that it's going to be a good moneymaker. So anybody interested in, in making a little bit of money and, and, and maybe volunteering a little time first? And, and you know, you know, it's a visual thing. It's not like you're going to come get paid right away because, you know, I know we like to get paid right away. But, you know, sometimes you got to put why, money why to that? make money. So. Why, 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 why is that? That that especially us, uh, anything we do, especially the people that been involved, let's say the last I say ten fifteen years, why don't we have the commitment to stay the course? For example, just take let's, let's take these shootings. Oh God, three two three weeks ago, oh it was on TV every day. People out there, thousands and thousands and thousands. I think the last month somewhere was like last week. Uh, uh, it was like thirty people. I mean, the level of commitment. Uh, uh, why do we have that problem uh, with the level of commitment? Staying the course, no matter what. Uh, 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 especially people that uh, uh, the the committee or the organization don't incorporate their ideas. They're gone. They're gone. Instead of staying there and and. And, and working at it, and and, and it, this is a marathon. And like you said earlier, we just didn't arrive at this point overnight. It took hundreds mm-hmm. and five hundred years to get here. And you know, we tried mm-hmm. the assimilation, we tried the civil rights, we tried the mm-hmm. militancy, and uh, yes, uh, we have to search for other uh, 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 ideologies. That will uh, have us organized, networking, uh, becoming culturally aware, becoming economically independent, and my not depending on the government for our needs. And let me tell you something: if historically, there has not been not a group that 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 got their human or civil rights uh, uh, by asking. Uh, 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 and also by not coming to the table with resources, we have plenty of mm-hmm. resources. You know, our, our consumer power is one point two billion. Uh, no, one two one point two trillion dollars a year. But out of oh, that, yeah. how many of us are producing? How many of us are, are starting small businesses? I mean, there is a there is small pockets around the country that are trying to, but. It's not a wave. It's not what it's supposed to be. And that's yeah. why I have folks like you come on my show to explain mm-hmm. some. Hey, Ms. Casilli, I didn't know you was going to. This is my theory, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
Yeah, yeah, these are my theories. You know, I'm not saying that my theories are facts. These are just the way that I, this is how I'm learning and viewing, you know, life, the, the things that I'm learning, you know, because I believe that life is a continuous teacher, and I'm a continuous student, and I like it that way. Um, I believe that we have been taught to hate ourselves, that we have been taught to uh, not believe in ourselves, that, you know, while we're being taught to hate ourselves, other races are being taught to also hate us. So what we have to do is we have to come out of that systematic thinking and learn how to love ourselves and love one another again because, you know, you have to be able to look at your sister and see you. You know, a lot of us don't look at our brother and see, you know, and, 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 and our black man too. They don't look at the black woman and see themselves. You know, they see an enemy. And I think that that's a problem because, you know, if there's no unity in a family, if there's no unity between a black woman and a black man, it's kind of hard to come together and get anything accomplished because we are the most dynamic team that there is when we put our minds together. Um, that's how you make things happen. you got to have a black woman on your side. I'm not racist. You know, I'm not saying, you know, that, you know, I'm not saying anything about the, you know, the biracial thing, but I'm saying that it's more important for us to build our communities than to build others, you know. Um, and if, until we realize that ourselves, then, you know, we're going to still be faceless about our own selves. Okay, we're going to be faceless about, about okay, ourselves. Okay, I brought something up earlier. I brought something up earlier, okay, and, 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 and you're stating that we have to build our communities. That means we have to stay there. We have to stay there. And there have been a large number, i say since the late 80s, there are large mm-hmm. numbers of black flight. Uh, uh, as soon as they get a position, or as soon as they get a promotion, or, or, mm-hmm. or what, they are fleeing also. They also and mm-hmm. what goes with them is the knowledge, is the role modeling, is the mm-hmm. volunteerism. It's the sharing, it's the motivating, and 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 how can if every professional or every business owner or every uh, person that has a job just move out the which they are doing, just move out the communities. What is left? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what there's no left? foundation. There's no foundation. They take the best and the brightest of us. They have always done that. That's what they did in captives when they captivated, you know, when they went and, you know, took uh, captives aboard. They took the best and the brightest and they brought them here. So they always, they do that around the world. I mean, it's a system, you know, where it's dominated by uh, critical thinkers that can get together and say, this is how we're going to organize these systems and this is how it's going to work for us. The problem is we haven't been able to do that. We've always been... um, following somebody else's guidelines or following somebody else's way of, you know, how they have a system set up. We just go right along with the flow, and that's the problem. We need to start resisting some of the things that we've been taught and it's been implanted in our minds and even in the, through the television and through different, different things um, that we are actually being brainwashed, like I said, to hate ourselves and be faithless about our own selves and faithless about our own people. We need to change that. You know, why is the European standard uh, so much better than our standards is because we give it power. If we took our power away from their standards, we took our power away from their system. If we took our uh, power away from their economic, like their their stores and different different places, then they would be nothing without us. And until we stand up and realize that we are what makes this whole thing work, then you know we're just gonna still be in this slave mentality. 
Um, we have to come out of that. We have to start thinking for ourselves and doing for ourselves and building our own communities. And until we actually do that, uh, we're not going to get anything accomplished. As a matter of fact, we're gonna, they want to see us at minus zero birth rate. They're going to get their wish. If we're not careful, we have to kind of reverse this curse. And the only way we can do that is a meeting of the mind. You know, we have to come together. We have to have think tanks of our own. We have to have secret organizations of our own. We have to do things quietly. We don't have to announce to everybody what we're doing every time we're getting ready to do it. They don't do that. They don't announce when they get ready to do stuff. They don't announce it to us when they get ready to poison our food. They don't announce it. So we have to understand that they are very cunning, very conniving, and very sneaky. We need to try to learn from that. (laughs) We need to try to learn how to get together and form our own organizations that work for our people and and, and have our own people in mind, have our best interests in mind, and that comes from clearing away all the filth that we've been taught and denouncing a lot of this stuff. I mean, a lot of people are going to be mad at me for saying that, you know, the LBG, you know, LBGT community, you know, we have to denounce the feminization of our men. You know, we have to denounce that. This is all, these are, these are practices that's been imposed upon us. This is not something that we were doing when they found us. You know what I'm saying? These are practices, this is European yes. practice. These are European practices that's been imposed upon us and, and, and has diseased our mind. So we need to denounce a lot of stuff that, that we're, we have accepted, and we need to turn away from it and start turning toward um, a better tomorrow for our children because if we lose our youth, we have no future. Yeah, we lose. I like to give a I like to give a shout out to uh, Sam at the Black Advancement Alliance. Uh, uh, I know you guys are working hard over there. You know, shout out to uh, Black Wall Street also. You know, there's people out there who are moving and trying to make differences. You know, out there, and we just need to link up. And it's not like we have to. Oh, we have to have this massive unite. You know, leader who come and lead us all. No, we just need to get the same idea. You know, and start to figure out how to get a food courier here, you know, how to, you know, start shipping well, our own said, stuff and receiving our own stuff. You said leader. Okay. What do you think about some of the uh, uh, blacks that come on uh, the media representing uh, themselves as the leaders and the voice of our communities? Uh, if we're talking about like Al Sharpton and uh, Jesse Jackson, and they don't they don't I, speak for I, me. Okay. They're not my leader. Why not? Yeah, I don't. Why? No, nah, because uh, that all the years that they've been leading, they haven't they haven't did anything but lead people into ditches. You know, they don't have any uh, progress or any. Uh, I mean, besides the little nonsense that they do for him for here and there. You know, uh, to me. Uh, the, the 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 it's time for preaching and, and, and going to church is over. I mean, I know there's a lot of church goers that's going to hear this, but I mean, I mean, praying and white Jesus haven't saved anybody yet. So I just believe that we need to take a new stand. We need to we need to look at this thing again. You know, um, a lot of these pastors, some of them are doing things in the community, so I can't speak against all of them. But the churches that are standing in the community. Uh, why don't you guys host after-school programs? Why don't you guys uh, give back to the community instead of lining your pockets with money, you know, or driving fancy cars, I mean, and getting paid off of, you know, poor people suffering? You know, it makes no sense. So for me, I don't support those people. I mean, I, I like Umar, jo- Umar Johnson and, um, you know, t- you know um, I watch Living Colors, I mean, Hidden Colors. 
So, you know, I know, uh, you know, I, I respect those guys that come out and, you know, give information. Um, but as far as uh, these other people that's just, you know, going up and down with, with Trump and talking all this noise and just being stupid, I have no time for that. I have no respect for them. And uh, I hope my people are not following those idiots because, you know, it's a problem if you are. You know, it's a problem if, you know, that's one of the issues. You know, we have to know that we are all leaders, you know, <laughs> that, you know, we are all leaders. So we have to stand up. We have to take a stand for our own lives. And once we figure out we are the CEO of our own life, then, you know, and you look at our brother and see ourselves, then we'll be okay. We'll be able to help one another instead of, you know, hate one another or kill one another, you know. But, yeah, they don't, well, they don't speak to me. Okay, well, let's look at this. Um, you are, it, it sounds like, it sounds like that you are hinting on separating from the systems that we are part now. Do, are, are you talking about a emotional separation or a physical separation or a combination? Uh, a combination, because if you think about it, I mean, uh, segregation hasn't helped us. Not, I mean, uh, integration hasn't integration. helped us uh, at all. Yeah, integration hasn't helped us at all. You know, as far as, you know, you know, you have to look at the the European stand on things, the history. And actually, you know, they haven't helped anybody in the world. They haven't done anything good for the world. They haven't created anything so great. They haven't done anything what but whole, good. What do you think their whole thinking is, the Eurocentric uh, uh, thinking? What, what, what do you think that encompasses? Um, You know, I have not figured it out yet. But for me, it, I can see that we don't think, you know, I wouldn't think that we were anything alike because when it comes to domination, world domination, uh, per- perpetual war, uh, disease, um, uh, killing the trees, killing the the air, killing the the land, and just killing everything. I don't know what I don't know. I don't I don't think they are indigenous to the earth. I mean, we if they were indigenous to the earth, they would care for the earth and care for the people of the earth. But they are not indigenous to the earth, and that's my opinion. We are the indigenous. We are the people of everywhere. I mean, I know that. I mean, I'm just saying that the evil inventions and the evil that's being done. I'm. I can't say that, you know, they have the best interest of this earth or any nation of people. And, 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 and to some points, not even their own, because you think about some of the um, things that they have been doing, even in, as far as, um, you know, scientifically to themselves and to, you know, and to creatures and to other things that, they, that they're into. I mean, I just don't really understand it. You know, I, you know, I know that there's got to be a day of record, you know, <laughs> we don't have to pay. You know, for 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 I mean, they're saying not all Europeans are evil, but I'm saying the people who are doing evil will have to pay the price eventually. They're not gonna. I don't think that they're gonna think they're gonna get away with this forever. You know. All right, Miss Caselli, with two minutes left, what what point would you like to say to the listeners and the downloaders of this program? I like to say, let us put our minds together. Let there be a meeting of the minds. Let us get together and try to figure out how to help our own selves, how to help our own children. The children are our future. The youth 
uh, are our future. We need to come together and uh, link up, you know, network, um, do business together, and, um, you know, love one another and love ourselves, you know, and, and try to volunteer our time, you know, when when we can. And, um, you know, just, just keep, you know, just keep striving and never give up, you know, and uh, learn from each lesson, you know, that, that, that you're taught, learn from it, you know, and keep pushing, you know, and give up, give them back their God, you know, and just take up your own arms because and, and, and we have a long journey ahead of us. That's what I would like to say. I would like well, to see us um, do more. Well, you know what? This has been a very informative and enjoyable uh, discussion. And uh, <laughs> I would definitely be linking and networking with you. I have some ideas. Uh, I like to share. I didn't know black folks were all going to think like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. I, 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 I really thought that you could come from a whole nother way, and which I, I prepared myself for. And when you start coming from, I said, oh, man, no, not another one. Uh, but uh, I'm <laughs> um, I'm very very uh, thankful that uh, you came on on my show. Uh, um, Thank you for having. I just like extend an invitation to you. Uh, uh, but we will talk uh, later uh, uh, in another day or two, possibly sure. tomorrow. About uh, so I have an idea that you probably will enjoy. All right. Okay. I'm down. So I, I, I got to remember. Thanks for having you're me. Three hours too high. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll be talking to you. Take care now. All right. All right. That was a that that was Miss Tammy Kazali from Oregon, uh, a mental health clinician and a Pan Africanist, and, and it was um, it was very. Uh, uh, I think authentic the way she tried to integrate uh, uh, um, the, the 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 mental health with uh, 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 integrating into the African immune uh, African American community, and uh, I think she did a real good job of that. Well, that's it. As always, I am because we are. We are because I am. I like to thank all the folks that have been downloading the shows and the people that have been listening to the shows. And the next will be a Thursday evening, Superior Power in Black America, with uh, Monique and Dad Rule Freeman. Y'all have a good night. I'll see you next Tuesday.